Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Good morning, good afternoon. Hello. Good evening. Who knows what time of the day it is when you're podcasting. Good afternoon, good evening and good night. Truman Show. Yes. Have you seen that? I have. I have seen that one. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so that's why now I never talk to myself in the mirror, just in case there's people behind it watching. I used to think that was real. Yeah. I used to think that was my real How story. do you know it's not? No, because I used to think that I was a princess and that my parents had got me to live um, with these a people. A shitty life. Yeah, so and you didn't get all that people around used to pay to be part of my life and I was a princess and everyone had to keep the secret. And it was devastating when I learned at the age of 21 that that wasn't <laughs> real. But how do you know that we could be paid actors? Yeah, yeah, maybe. So, you never know. Mm. Am I? <laughs> with, with your condition, we, we, we didn't like have to tell you. you used to not go to school because you had a sick day and you used to think that the whole school used to shut down? Did you used to ever think like oh, that? Oh, no, yeah, you would think I'm homesick and everyone will be like, where are they? What's going on? No, I literally thought the school so, shut no down. No school today, you're yeah. at home. Oh, no. you thought, oh, Abby's not she here, was there's a no point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe oh, I you saying. Maybe they did. Yeah, that makes sense. Mum used to say, "You're so self-centered." <laughs> it's, you it's think my the world show. revolves around you? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> imagine, <sighs> just imagine. Um, big show today. We talked to um, Alessandra, who is the new sexologist on Married at First Sight. Maths. And we had a very interesting conversation with someone who is not going to get the COVID vaccine. Did it change your mind? No, but it was interesting. Mm. Change your mind? No. We're both still not going to get it, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, I am. See, I kind of think we're lucky in the fact that by the time it gets to us, heaps of people would have had it. So The trials. Yeah. So if anything, the the 80-year-olds should be pissy about it because they're like, you guys have it, we'll see what happens, and Mm. then we'll we'll have it. But um, if I'm honest with you, I'm just keen to get back to normal life. You know, like I want to be able to go and do stuff, get out and about. What are you? I was getting how much would it change? Don't remember. What are you doing? Would it change? What will you do different? Well, this is what you guys forget. Remember, just before COVID, I had actually started going back out again. You had. Remember, I found a new. You still can now. Yeah. No, yeah, no, but what I mean is, no, we, we haven't done R&B Fridays. You can't no, do music you can still, festivals. I went to the Valley the other day and it was packed. People are out and about and there's no restrictions on it. So you could. Yeah, no, no, totally. Yeah. But I mean, you, everyone wants to book a holiday away and you're like, oh, do I book it? Or are they going to shut the borders? They're going to do this. It's not all back to normal. No. You can't go to Melbourne this weekend if you want to. No. You can't do that. I'm planning to go to Sydney in a couple of weeks and I'll have to book those flights and then wonder the whole time. Are they going to shut the borders again? Sydney's pretty good at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, but, you yeah, know. Who knows? That's what happens. One one case and then they slam them shut mm. and then I've got to be on the phone to Qantas for six hours. I just don't want you blaming COVID for you not hitting up a dance floor at the Valley because you can still do that. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not keen on doing that. That's not what I want to do. <laughs> I want to go to Sydney and go to a nice wants, restaurant with what, my friends. Yes. That's what I and want to do. the 5.30 p.m. booking. <laughs> yeah. No, you're like, you're like everyone, you want the ability to not go to things. Yes. That's a good point. Yes. I want the ability to be like, that's something cool happening, but I'm not I, going. I, don't, I could, yeah. but I don't want to. I'm also sick of talking to my mum about it, to be uh, honest with you. Yeah. She's mm. such a boomer. Mm. I love her to death, but she just watches... The four thirty news, and then gets angry. I'm like, stop watching that shit. Yeah, watch yeah, that mom... slot thing where they drop the little coins. <laughs> yeah, great show. My mum's banned the news in the house. <laughs> Good, because dad was watching it too much. Mm. She's like, it's not going to go. It's not going to change in a day. 
No. So now they're not allowed to. On TikTok, I saw a great quote. they're super spreaders. (laughs) (laughs) Denzel Washington Mm. said a great thing. I don't know when it's from. It must have been from ages ago. He was saying in an interview, he's like, if you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. If you do watch the news, you're misinformed. Mm. Oh. You know? Mm. And then he said... See my new movie in (laughs) theatres. Yeah. He goes, uh, and then, you know, with the news, it's not about the truth anymore. It's about being first. Mm. I was like, that's so true. Mm. You know? He's quite into... um, How would you describe him? Denzel? Yeah. First thing would be African-American. No, no, no. But, like, Um, he's he's thinking. I'm talking about his thinking. Uh, Like, in a lot of interviews, he fights back with, I guess... Yeah, philosophical. But it's more, um, I don't know... He's a deep thinker. Yeah. Mm. yeah and yeah, he, I find he, him fascinating. He wasn't saying it like angrily or oh, anything. No, no, no. It was just his sort of, um, yeah, like he was just mentioning that. So his son's great too. Is he? Mm. Actor? Yeah. In what movies would we know Tenet. Huh. He's the main star in Tenet. Oh, there you go. All right, guys, here we go. Let's roll the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stabby boy likes his sleep. I don't. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, I do. You've been sleeping in quite a bit. And and Maddie and I just want to, I guess, take this moment to say we don't want to be told off for being late ever again. No, that's fair enough. Is this the third week in a row you've slept in and, and been it's late? It's always on, like, Monday mornings. Uh, Something happening Sunday, big night? Not even. Sunday sesh? It is three, isn't it? It is three. three. Is it three? It's three. three. Yeah. One, one. But one two, didn't... Three. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In a row? Three <laughs> weeks in a row? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the reason we're kind of basking oh God. in the glory of this is someone is very adamant about meeting start Time points. management. It's rude. If people are waiting for you, it's rude. Mm. You're not respecting their time. Let's just, let's just go back let's not. ever so slightly to, I believe, only last week. So we have a start time at a meeting that is 5 o'clock on the dot. 5 o'clock a.m. is when the morning meeting starts. And this guy over here, Maddie, flagrant disregard for the time. You like to have superiority about your earliness. No, I just think if a meeting starts at 5, it should start at 5. What it is, is disrespectful. Thoughts? (laughs) My thoughts is this is going to be a long day. (laughs) No, honey, it's going to be a long week. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened uh, this, this morning, I think, I had an interview to edit, so I came in, I think it was about 4.30. Oh, no, was you always late to the meeting, hun? The amount of stuff that you need to do in the morning oh, compared to Barton Boy over here who likes to vape in the, the deck, gonna... that's like, wow. How you even make it to the morning meeting is beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm just going to go home. <laughs> no, don't. We love you. I think I should. Well, if you stay around, you might be on time for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is why we're basking in it, because Stav is very much the no, timekeeper of the show. I'm punctual. No, I don't mate, think there's an the issue with no, that. You it's... used to be punctual. No, I, that's true. I used to be punctual. Mm. So this morning at about, what, five o'clock, uh, Siobhan, our <laughs> executive producer, tried to call you. Mm. You didn't pick up. No, my phone died during the night. She again. tried to call Kat, your wife. She didn't pick up. Mm. We started to worry. We should really message Rory. We should probably. Oh yeah, we need to get Rory's. She has number. a kids messenger. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, we we worried. So mm. we thought, what do you do when you're worried about a friend? And we all piled into Abby's car, <laughs> and we're like, let's go and bang on his door. Yeah, great. Um, the annoying part was 
you'd woken up before we got there, so we didn't get to bang on the door. Still parked him in, though. We did. So, so, yeah, it was like a raid. <laughs> huh? It was like a raid. I was like, I've got to get to work. There's a car in the driveway blocking me in. Yeah. Oh, look who it is. Abby did a handbrake here, <laughs> sort of pulled, <laughs> pulls up, mm. and then this is us, a current affair style, confronting you about why you're late and being disrespectful. <laughs> so we've come to wake up Stan, but he's just going to pull me out. We thought you were dead. Yeah, we were walking trying to ring me. <laughs> you alright? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes. He doesn't want us to wake up. He doesn't want us to wake up. He was shushing us. It was louder than I remember it. Flagrant disregard, I would have to say. Yes. Look, so new phone charger. Obviously, I've got some issues with it. I double-checked last night because I have been having these issues, and I made sure that when I put it, it's like a vase. I don't know why it's a vase, but it's like a vase, and you put your phone in the vase, and it looked like it was charging. It looked like everything was copacetic. Don't know what happened. Maybe charge it up during the day. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously things I have to work on. <laughs> Maybe you accidentally put it in the glass of water mm. instead of the charge vase. But at least it doesn't matter what time people get to meetings anymore. Oh, I feel like I can be late for every yes, meeting for the rest of the year. <laughs> Right. Yay. Stab, Stab doesn't want to turn up on time anymore. So that. Abby and Matt, we'll just, we'll just roll in when we feel like it. You no already more timekeeper. No, no, no. We used to, but we'd still see the disappointment on your face. Oh, that's not a disappointment. Oh, they can't be now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, best part of this, too, is we filmed the adventure. We're going to pass uh, all the vision on to Parente, and you can see freshly woken up Stabby Boy. That was not a good time. Oh, nice, face nice hairdo as well. That looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. That's good. All right. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> still haven't, you still have apology apologized. accepted to yeah. be honest because you haven't actually said the word I'm sorry, <laughs> haven't I? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Things you can say would say in bed. What you can say in the bedroom in another scenario. Today it's getting vaccinated. It rolls out today, the COVID 19 on the Gold Coast, I think it is. Yeah. Why is it just all these old people and me? <laughs> <laughs> Annie and Ormo, what can you say in the bedroom and while you're getting vaccinated? Um, just just put it in me already. Get yeah. it over with. Yes, I hate it when they're delaying. You're like, come on. Yeah. We waited this long. <laughs> can't lift anything heavy after as well. Oh, can't you? No, they say you shouldn't. Oh, there you go. Hi, two. What can you say in the bedroom and whilst getting vaccinated? How long till the next one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Very, that's an important question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to follow up. You've got to get a double dose. Do they call you to remind you? Do you think? I hope so. I hope yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> Bring the room up. Yeah. And I wanted to know if you get a certificate after. Oh, yeah, like like a special card like saying, I've, <laughs> I've been V. Here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you've got to prove it. Yeah, you can't just true. go and tell everyone. You can't just flop your arm out and show them. Yeah. You've got to... You've yeah, got surely to... there would have to be some sort of... I think in America they give you a, a vaccination ID. Yeah. Mm. I've lost my V plates. See? Here's proof. Yeah. Josh, Josh in Augustine Heights. What can you say in the bedroom and while you're getting vaccinated? Uh, is it in yet? Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Because sometimes it can happen so quickly you don't even notice. Mm. Like I noticed. I just wanted to notice if you did. So that's why I asked. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Melissa in Springfield Lakes, what can you say in the bedroom and while getting vaccinated? Ooh, that was a little prick. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, and Jason, what can you say in the bedroom and whilst getting vaccinated? It makes sense, both of them. 
Jason? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't believe I waited 12 months for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, sorry about that works as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, everybody. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. One trick is to tell them stories that don't go anywhere. Is that story true, Grandpa? I tied an onion to my bill, which was the style at the time. Big day yesterday at uh, Sydney's Castle Hill Medical Centre uh, along popped the PM. Um, and he, Scott Morrison, went along with 84-year-old Jane. She's a... Uh, She's been through a lot, they always say, but she was very excited that she was one of the first to get the vaccination um, vaccination for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. She rolled up her arm and at the end, he decided, since all the cameras were there, talking about Scott Morrison, that they'd do a bit of a photo opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people want to get photos, take videos. Yeah. This is going to be, obviously, that photo is today's front page of the paper. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he would have had his media advisor. They would have sat down for weeks and been like, all right, now, Scott, this is what you're going to do. But in her 84 years, she had never done this. And Scott Morrison thought, look, we'll do a little bit of a, a V for vaccine, which also could be a little bit more of the peace sign. Mm-hmm. With her fingers. Fingers, yeah, you know, you do that, like the yeah. peace sign. Yeah. So he decided to get her to do that. And she thought, yeah, I'll hold up a V. Uh, but she did it the wrong way. And you can hear <laughs> all the journalists taking the photos, their reaction of it. There we go. Why don't we give them a V for vaccine? Always front, always front. Always front, Jane. See, I always reckon front. You reckon she knew the the forks uh, is what it's called. It's called the forks. Remember the old like two yeah. the two fingers up instead of one finger. It's called yeah. the forks. Yeah. That's an old school. The kids don't do that now. So I reckon she knew exactly what no. she was doing. Well, see, even if you go back historically, um, Winston Churchill, when um, they won World War Two, it was V for victory, and it was that way. Oh, you right. V for victory. And oh, you remember that? When you're there, and you're watching history in the making, you know, th- these things stick with you, you know? Yeah. We went on 13, 10, 60. What did the grandparents get wrong? Because my nana, who's 98 years of age today. Amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. Wow. She lives by herself and she likes to keep up to date with stuff. And she huh. even sends me text messages, mm. but she'll give me. Your 98 year old grandmother texts you. Yes. Yeah, I'll send her a text. I'll send her photos and stuff like that. I sent wow, a photo of the kids and she crazy. sent a photo of her remote. And she said, oh, we're all sharing things I love. That was a mistake. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but she will write to me and someone in her, uh, like she lives by herself in an apartment block. They're not aged care at all. Yeah. But if someone moves out or unfortunately someone was quite elderly and passed away. Mm. And she said, yes, the lovely old lady across the road, um, she, she died, LOL. Did she not like her? <laughs> she loved her. But she's always written LOL as lots of love. Oh, that just So when not. she used to sign letters to me, she used to write LOL as lots of lots of love. But now it's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Rolf. Yeah. So I heard about you and Scotty's divorce. LOL. LOL love. Was <laughs> oh, that funny, Nana? It's just for her. I can't correct her. No. no too, that's that. That boat is sailed. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, that's. Yeah, I'll send her a text this morning. I'll wait for when she replies back. So, does she still not know LOL means laugh out loud? Do you uh, know what? When, you, when you're 98, if you, do, if you do know and you're still using it, who's going yeah. to question it? Does she use emojis? Uh, no, not really. No, she doesn't really use emojis. That's Oh, yeah, she does. Eggplant kiss, kiss, every kiss. now and then. Yeah, that's what <laughs> so I'm So she'll wondering. do that? Oh, please. <laughs> do you want me to send her an eggplant for a birthday? <laughs>
<laughs> Maybe you say, what do you want for your birthday, Nana? Be there, they'll be like, not appropriate. What do you want for your birthday? She just sends back an eggplant emoji <laughs> and the water. up. <laughs> 13, 10, 60, uh, we want to know, um, your grandparents, what, what did they use wrong when they, when they were trying to be cool? So, Tracy, what happened? So, one Christmas many years ago, I thought it would be funny to get my mum and my stepdad a sex toy for Christmas. Uh-huh. And the whole family was there. They opened up the present, and my mum was mortified. My stepdad, he was laughing his head off. But my nana grabbed it and thought it was thought it was a miniature back massager. So she was going around to everyone, massaging their back with this thing I got my stepdad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you just thought it was a bit of fun joke. I mean, to be fair, it probably... It do, would do both. Yeah. Remember they used to sell them in pharmacies uh, personal as massages. personal masseuse? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they, guys? inside it and was holding it over everybody's shoulders. It was... So uh, did, did it get so far, Tracy, that you were like, nah, we can't, we can't tell her what it is? Did she take it home? No, so my mum was mortified mm. and, like, I got in trouble, yeah. but my stepdad encouraged it. Oh, so, yes. like, like, and then I was encouraging here. it, Ooh. and then my auntie was just in hysterics on the floor, like, literally wow. fell off the chair on the floor laughing. Um, yeah, what, it was. What color was it? Pretty funny. Um, it was like a bright pink. Bright pink. Pink. Yeah. 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 Okay. For my stepdad. You know. That makes a difference for you. That is an odd question. Yeah, well, no, you know I he was thinking. It. He was thinking it was gonna. I know what he was thinking. What was he thinking? He was thinking it would be a big black one. Naturally. No, See? no, it was it was for my stepdad, so it was little. Yeah, it was, yeah. And like, <laughs> yes. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, Tracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah got it. So yeah. thank yeah. you, Tracy. Yeah. My question was, <laughs> but I didn't know what your mind was thinking. I was explaining to Stab where you're coming from. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Mm. Hey, you. Holly in Banyo, good luck following up that story. Uh, <laughs> what, what's the go with your nana? Well, my when my nana moved from England to New Zealand back in the 60s, she entered a competition in the newspaper for a Kit Kat contest. Yeah. When do you have a Kit Kat? And she said she has a Kit Kat when she have a break, have a Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. So she's convinced that she won the contest for creating the Kit Kat slogan. Oh, she, she might be right. Yeah, she could no, be right. She's no, she's definitely no. not right. I think Turkey Google confirmed that wasn't true. Oh, okay. okay. Right, right. Also, residuals, like she should be rich if she yeah. came up yeah. with it. That's a classic. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. They say time flies when you're having fun. Well, get ready for this one because it's been 20 years since the TV show 24 First Ed. I have not slept for over 24 hours, so maybe you should be a little more afraid of me. It was a new concept for viewers, watching Jack Bauer, a counter-terrorist agent, over the course of a day rescue his family from kidnappers. I will do everything that I have to do to protect my family. Each weekly episode was one hour of that day. And let's just say it was a pretty rough day too. Your daughter, where is she? I, I don't know. Leslie Hope played Jack Bauer's wife, and she joins us this morning to celebrate the show on Memory Monday. Leslie Hope, good morning. Good morning to you. How are you all? Very good. Now, when we were talking about this show, and someone said, yeah, it was like 20 years ago, we're like, now nah. it wasn't. <laughs> is, 
Is Imagine that... how I feel. I know. <laughs> is that unbelievable to you? Does it just feel like the other day that you guys were filming it? Well, maybe not the exactly the other day, but a week or so ago. I mean, it, it doesn't seem possible that it twenty years. I mean, you guys reminded me with the with the interview request. It was sort of sobering, actually. It's one of those shows that it did start so high octane in the first season that by season nine, poor Jack Bauer had had some shitty, shitty days. You know. Well, Sutherland said that it did affect him because he. He said that he yeah. remembers that Jack only smiled once on the show. Oh, poor Leslie yeah. got kidnapped. Well, Let's I not know. take it away from her. Yeah, she didn't have the easiest time. Me, yeah. but only for one year, and, and I did end up dead. Yeah. But um, besides all that, um, but I will tell you that because I only worked on the show for the first year, as you probably know, so, yeah. and my experience of it then is well, the subject matter was, of course, serious. We had so much fun making that show, and there was lots of smiling off camera, let's just say that. We, it was a re- to this day, I consider it one of the professional and personal highlights of working, is working on that show. And how, speaking of working on the show, how did it work? Did you have to stop watch all the scenes to make sure it added up, or did they, did they film it like normal and then edit it down to the time frame that they needed? Because you say an hour in the show is an hour in, in, in real life, but you technically you still have ads to consider and credits and stuff, so it was about 44. Did they film it tight on right. 44, or did you film like 60 and then cut it? If I, what I remember is that we shot it pretty much like a regular show, so it was understood that it, there was some wriggle room, let's say, mm. in terms of the time. But the big difference is, a thousand years ago, I mean 20, when we shot it, <laughs> is that it was, it was early for DVDs, and it was early for internet stuff, so the show was airing with commercials, yeah. and it was only after that first season that it came out where people could binge watch and watch it on DVD all the way through without that commercial break. So I, I think if you watch it on DVD, an hour might actually be closer to 44 minutes. Stav would sit there with a stopwatch and oh, be yeah. like, oh, f- 58 minutes, nah, nah, another line. <laughs> Television is not true, people. Don't believe nothing. It's like you were there. <laughs> You've worked on a heap of other stuff as well. You know, 24 is a huge show that you were on, but you happened to work with Meghan Markle on Suits as well. Uh, that is correct. I did do that. And in fact, I worked with her even before all that on a pilot that never went anywhere called The Apostles, where we all played cops or wives of cops, I guess. And she was a, she was the girlfriend of a cop who lived next door. We all lived on a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was a long time ago, but that was before her, her fame with Suits. And no doubt you could never imagine that then she married Royal. Is it true that um, <laughs> Harry came on set of Suits to visit her? Um, that's what I heard. I never met him, um, and, but I did hear that he was around. And it might have been a little after my time there. I did, um, I sort of was sprinkled through the show in the last couple of years, but the very last season I wasn't there. But I did hear that, yeah, he was around. Do you reckon she was threatened? She didn't want him to meet any other girls on set? <laughs> I don't think an old broad like me would threaten her, that's for sure. <laughs> is, it, is it unbelievable for you, though? Was she always... I, I... Can you imagine her to be a royal? Do you think that she is suited towards it? I mean, I know that there's been so much that's happened and she's found it so difficult becoming one. Um, I, I, I couldn't speak to that. I can just tell you that she's the in-person, lovely, gracious, kind, professional. I mean, my, my work relationship with her was on a show, right? Mm. Um, uh, so I can imagine her stepping into just about anything, watching her facility and grace working yeah. with her um, but beyond that I don't I have no idea what it's like to be a royal I'm going to be kind of like but being friends with someone okay. who's won the lottery 
You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? They jump real quick. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Commodore yesterday, Maserati today. Exactly. Isn't Buckingham Palace the most expensive <laughs> building in the world? So, Ooh, yes. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned the pilot that you guys did together as cops living in a cul-de-sac. Mm. It's always good. You can always play handball at the end of a cul-de-sac. You know, there's not many cars <laughs> coming through, which is handy. But the... the footage for that. So as an actress or an actor, you shoot a pilot, they go, no, it's not going to get picked up. What happens to that footage? Like, is there a chance that it could just turn up one day or is there contract signs saying if the show doesn't go out, no one's ever allowed to release it? Well, I think it, you know, depends on the studio or the network or who, you know, who paid for it, right? And in our case, I actually don't even remember who paid for that show, what, what the network was. I just know that that Megan was in it, and we were we played neighbors in the show, and just like every other pilot season, you know, they make a bunch, and some some get on the air and some don't. So I think it'd be up to whoever actually made it, but perhaps it's sitting in a vault somewhere. Um, it took a while for her to become as well known as she is. Mm. Maybe it's got a different kind of value for them now than it did then. And they were yeah. so. We well, were, I don't know. Maybe Harry and her went back and bought the rights because they didn't maybe. want anyone to see it, Leslie. Maybe. And they might still well, go. I want to commission it. <laughs> it's not. Well, no, it, wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was I just. It was a piece of junk. I just said it didn't get picked up. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Leslie's like I did a really good well, job in that. With cops in a cul-de-sac, and then I imagine you cops playing handball because he no, Maddie I, I started it, it. You know, I love so it. I just. That's a show. I'm saying they might <laughs> still pick it up. Speaking of that. Though they did when when they pitched the idea for for twenty four, everyone thought it was a horrible idea. Is that was that true? I, I I do remember that it was not the pick of the litter at the time. But after the pilot was done and we all saw it for the first time, I'll never forget. Actually, we were screening it at work, and we all went, "Oh, it's good." <laughs> so, um, but uh, I thought it was very well deserving that it did go, and that it had the success that it did. It was a great show. Nine seasons um, it lasted, so it was pretty amazing. Uh, Leslie Hope, we really appreciate you coming on this morning uh, and taking us down memory lane. Great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks worth $10,000 will play tomorrow, the 23rd of February. Your answers are apple pie. Oh, when's the last time you had an apple pie? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Oh, we should get apple pie while we're camping. Um, and Amy Sharp. There you go. Play tomorrow. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Right now, it is time <laughs> to have a little family meeting. Mm. And it all centres around... We needed to find a campsite and set up camp before nightfall. All Aussie Adventures. Pack up your swag. Let's go. I grew up camping. Maddie grew up camping. And, God, I hated it growing up. I really did. Our parents used to always force us to go along, and we always wanted to stay in a hotel, but that was too expensive. Didn't get flights. Used to drive. It used to suck, because I also remember as kids, we we would go camping, and then, like, you'd have friends come back from the Christmas school holidays with their Polaroid pictures of them swimming in the Marriott pool, you know, being like, oh, we went to Dreamworld. Look at this. And I was like, we were at 1770, and it poured rain the whole time. (laughs) But now... We like to share the joy with our kids, which is why we're campers. No, I like it now because you can just let them run free and say it's for their own good. You seen Eden, babe? No, I thought she was with you. Xander, Finney, come find Eden. Look after your younger sister. But we've always invited you, Stav, and you like to say that you are never invited, which is not true. You've always given us an excuse. We've talked about it on the show quite a bit. 
Yeah, we're going on a family camping trip. Stabby boy couldn't make it. We're campers. And Maddie's a camper over there, and one day we'll get your wife and you into it. Uh-huh. Stab is lucky enough to have a segment on the Abby and Matt show. I liked particularly this year the two shows they uh, spent talking about the camping trip that you didn't seem to be invited on, Stab. <laughs> I can't wait to lie in a swag beside you and stare at the stars as we talk about our futures. I'm out again. <laughs> okay, all right. But Rory would love it. Just Abby and Matt. Because Stab did didn't want to come. You said you didn't want to go camping. Don't you be like that. We ask that. you every time. We ask you to we everything. invited you. I want you to come. I'm away. I'm at a wedding. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> the last time you were in Sydney. Heaven knows he was crying. Yeah, I know. I, to be fair, I've only missed two. Uh, no. Yes, we've, we've twice. Been ca- well, we've been camping four times together. No, I've only missed two. Did we not invite him the other two? And one I had a wedding to go to. Well, we've been camping, what, four or five times together? Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. Mm-mm. A lot. We haven't. No, we know we have. <laughs> <laughs> so, Actually, to be fair, you guys probably don't remember much of it. That no, is, we that... do. We remember the setup. We see the photos after. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> now, and people always say, whenever we post a picture, people are like, where's Stav? Even on the campsite, people come up and they go, where's Stav? And mm. we say, he's invited, he just didn't want to come. Camping's not your thing. Do you, do you Rory not like and us? Kat aren't into camping, mm-hmm. but we know that you would enjoy the great outdoors. <laughs> and you always say that you used to go camping, but we're like, uh, did you? There is also the issue of what you guys do isn't technically camping. Oh, he's going to play go. this one. So you're a true camper, but yet you didn't have a tent and you've never been since you are a teenager? I do have a tent. And when's the last time you went? When I went in my backyard for Easter last year. True oh, camping, camping, is it? <laughs> True camping. We weren't allowed to take anything from the house. And so you, went, you weren't allowed to go back into the house. I'm sure you went back to get your beers. No, I made sure I had enough when I went out there. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, camping's changed over the years because yeah. the technology is quite wild. Oh, it's good. Right. Yeah, right, right, right. Blame BCF, mate. Blame <laughs> them. Uh. So um, we are putting on a camping trip. Uh-huh. And guess what? What? You can't say no. It's during work you time. You have to come. <laughs> it's for the show. It's for the show. Well, you know, I'll do anything for the show. And people can come along. That is right. If you go to b105.com.au right now, you can sign up to come on Stav, Abby and Matt's camping adventure. We don't know where it is yet, though. <laughs> what do you mean? What do we, don't, we don't know where it is. We've got our tents. We do. And this is the best part. You can't say, no, I don't have any gear because we're going to get all the gear supplied, my friend. Oh. Everything will be done. Oh, well, you'll have to do a bit of setup. Yeah, you will have to <laughs> do a setup. <laughs> <laughs> can, 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 we, can we have a comp who can put up the, the tent the quickest? Oh, yeah, It's we always can. fun because I'm never involved. Yeah, you're usually on the wines. No, me, I'm not. Me and we're sussing out kids' stuff. Uh-huh. The boys will pitch a tent. No worries. Certainly will. Um, so you can go register now, and we've got to say a massive thank you uh, to Anaconda for this one. You can gear up for your next adventure at Anaconda and camp better, all thanks to them and their partner, Coleman. Um, we are going to... Yeah. <clears throat> I don't put the name on it for me. I just That's mine. Everyone's like, really? Yeah. We want as many people as we can possibly get in there. Um, you're going to have to earn your way into this camp trip, though, because every good camp trip mm. needs uh, someone who can bring something. Mm. You know, like you always have the friend who's got like the flash grill or the caravan or something. For Maddie, he needs someone that can fish because he can never put together his own rod. I can do that. Bang, there, Bang, you, go. there you go. If you can Look bait you. my hook. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Australia's biggest social experiment is back. Married at first sight. Married at first sight. Wow, we are back there again, guys. Married at first sight. 
It's a wild show. It's a wild ride. Strap yourself in. And there is a uh, a brand new doctor on the show. She is a certified clinical sexologist, which is very exciting. She is from uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Which just makes you so exotic as well. Sounds yeah. sexy. Alessandra <laughs> is on the air with us. It premieres tonight, 7.30, the show. Good morning. Good morning, Sav, Avi, and Matt, right? That's yes, correct. that's right. So nice to meet you. Oh, nice yes, to meet you. So and nice we're to meet you. Thanks for having me. Excited you're part of the show. Now, we know that you have worked all over the world and you've done a lot of TV shows. I want to know how the drama yes. of Australia compares to the rest of the world. Oh, my God, it's so good here. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I think I actually mentioned this to um, some people. I think uh, Australians really understand the reality game genre. Yeah. <laughs> and they play it up. <laughs> Really, yeah. really interesting with maps, how they've supersized the format from what it originally was and have created such a compelling and just, um, it, it grasps you, the show. Mm. As a sexologist being brought into the show, in previous series, there's been uh, people criticising that a lot of the, the experts were like, oh, maybe if you were intimate, you might have a more understanding. Yeah. There was a couple where the guy did not want to sleep with her and she was frothing for it. And they were like, just sleep with her. Do you want me to translate frothing or you think you've got that? No, it just you know means what? keen. You're not frothing. Is I, I, I think I can pick up frothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know yeah. the 20 years but experience. I kind of <laughs> get it. Yeah. Okay, no. Well, I guess as a sexologist, like you'd have to say intimacy is important, but when it is about finding love and it's also a reality show, how can they work out whether they are compatible? Well, I think it's very important on the show precisely because we're looking to put together relationships that will stand the test of time that will be romantic, erotic, loving marriages. Mm -hmm. And if you think of um, a romantic relationship of any sort, the big difference between having a really good friend and dating someone or falling in love with someone is the fact that you have sex with one person and not the other. Your good friend remains a good friend because there is not that erotic chemistry, that sexual chemistry and that attraction. And that's like a huge defining factor in a romantic relationship. So for these participants coming into this experiment, I think it's one of those pillars that holds a relationship together. Good sex will not give you a good relationship, but no relationship can withstand the test of time without good sex. And um, I've always said this, and I think you might agree with me, being a um, certified clinical sexologist, I think um, any time you add cameras into the bedroom generally does help your sex life. Not necessarily. It's really interesting you say that. Not <laughs> if you watch it back and you go, no. why are bringing do in this? the camera? Who's choosing that? Well, if there's consent around the camera, yes, it can be. It can add a lot, but I have to add that in because not everybody's doing a reality show and don't just pop up a camera without consent. That's not cool. Yeah, but, just throw that out there. but also, who wants to watch favorite. themselves stab? That's I, their I, thing. I, I, what it's obviously their thing? You, oh, well, you're well. saying... Yeah, we're the only couple that's ever recorded. No, no, but I'm saying some people don't like to watch. A lot of people like to watch themselves. Um, Human beings respond very positively to voyeurism and exhibitionism. We like to see, we like to be seen. Um, It turns us on. So a lot of people enjoy uh, recording themselves for their own viewing pleasure. Sometimes if you're not recording, maybe you grab a a glance of yourself on the mirror while you're having sex and kind of take a peek and you're like, oh, we're looking good. I'm the opposite, Alessandra. We've got um, mirrored cupboards 
in our bedroom and I avoid them at all costs. Once, yeah. One time I looked up and made eye contact with myself and was repulsed. So I was I was like, nah, stay, stay away from that. <laughs> so you need Ooh. to point differently. Yeah, you need to yeah, be lighting, so different angles. Somewhere else. Look like something else. Hearing you say um, it's so important in a relationship, we've spoken about this on the show before and some people get really upset by it and say that, you know, I'm in a relationship and that went ages ago but we still love each other and we make it work. Don't judge us. What would you say for those people where it's left the marriage? I think it's important to evaluate your definition of the relationship. And certainly there are a lot of relationships that are very strong, loving relationships and people get along well and they're really good roommates. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, it's not necessarily a romantic relationship. That that differential that you get when you the intimacy is different, when you're able to share those very intimate thoughts and that vulnerability that comes with sharing your body, your fantasies, and expressing your erotic self with your partner. I think that's a very strong and important nourishment to the relationship as a whole. And it doesn't mean that, you know, people, they can, you know, they can live, they won't die. Um, <laughs> is that the quality of relationship you want? Um, what is it you're looking for? I think there's questions to be asked. And oftentimes people, people settle um, for things that they don't necessarily want. And I truly believe, not in discarding people, because that's not my, my gist at all, but really working with the person that you love to make the relationship super great mm. for a long time. I think it's possible, and I think sex helps a whole lot in achieving that. Well, hey, Alessandra, um, we're going to see you married at first night, married at first sight, yes. premiering tonight again for another year, uh, 7.30 Channel 9. Lovely to speak with you. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day, you guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Remember last week we were discussing the blueberry incident that happened here at work? Oh, yes. Someone spilled their blueberries. Um, You said, I can't pick them up because of COVID. COVID, And you stood there and all the other girls came and rushed and picked them up. And you... Yeah, I left. just I just called a lift and, and walked off, mm-hmm. and there was CC- and it would be no issue except for the fact, like you said, it was filmed. That's right. The CCTV yeah. footage makes it look a lot worse than it is because there's also no audio. No, in no, it. No, 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 no. It just filmed what was there. <laughs> it just filmed. It what didn't happened. look at any worse. It, it's yeah. not an objective no. camera. There was it, no special it, effects. Yeah, it's not subjective. Well, I, just, I said, I said yeah. to Scott, I was like, dude, I won't pick, I won't touch them. COVID, my dirty hands, and he was like, yeah, cool. Like he was fine with it. Mm-hmm. We haven't spoken to him about that. To yeah, see if that's no, but that's that's what he would say if we did. Okay. But anyway, that video went online and there was a lot of comments directed my way about being a rat, being a dog, I should have helped. And I was like, okay, when feedback is given, take feedback on. So I was at Mount Omni over the weekend Mm -hmm. and I was just like totting along, going to Aldi to get some milk and then I had to go and get some wrapping paper to wrap a kid's birthday present and I heard a woman in distress just across probably six metres away from me, and she had dropped something. And I was, all, all the comments kept yeah, just running through, my running through my mind, like, why didn't you help? I feel like he pushed her at this stage. Uh, at this stage, he's going around, man, I'm knocking blueberries out of people's hands. I heard a lady in distress. Can I ask you what you heard? Oh, no, I just heard her drop something. Okay. So she dropped something. Right. A woman dropped something. And uh, all the comments are going, you know, what a rat, what a rat, what a dog, what a dog. I was like, this is this is the universe saying to me, mm. this is your chance mm. to change. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the kids and said, quick, film this <laughs> Yes, we're going to need this. Actually, get the CCTV footage because they will have that in the shopping centre. So I, I rushed over 
to pick up what she had dropped. But it was not the moment to turn things around because instantly, Mm. as I went to pick it up, she starts yelling, that's my money, that's my money, Uh, that's my money. You ran to pick up I dropped that, that's my money. I was like, I I know it's your money, I'm picking it up for you. It's mine, it's mine, mine, it's mine. And everyone's looking. There I am on my hands and knees picking up her money. When you're going to pick up money, I think there is a universal thing that you have to say because people do freak out. You have to say... I'm just going to pick this up for you. Like, that's what you say with money, because that's, that's happened before people freak out. So you robbed someone. <laughs> no, no. But it is funny, isn't it, where the blueberries you let slide, but yet the money you'll run to? Only because but, of the comments. And your character. And I was trying to change me as a person. I was trying to be better. How if much did Scott you get? had dropped money coming out of the lift, <laughs> would have you went and picked it up or would have you said, COVID, I can't? No, I wouldn't have done that. I would have been like, you'd be right, mate. You'd pick it up. You wouldn't have picked up the money? No. Rolling into the lift shaft? Oh, look, if it was going to go down the shaft, I would have dived to save it. But that's the blueberries different. going down there? They were too far gone. <laughs> but you know the worst part is? The worst part of all of it. And it still made me look bad because as I handed it back to her, I replied to her, it's only five cents. I wasn't going to take it here. But I would have if it was $2. <laughs> if it was 10 yeah, it was fifty. I've wasted no, my five time. Cents. I went for that. <laughs> I've wasted I my died. time. Five yeah. cents. Come on, God, God. So, who has five cents anymore? What have I learned from this? Fifty pieces wouldn't have rolled as much. Don't help anybody. I'm not going to help. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would take a step back. I just. Yeah. I was trying to help this lady, mm-hmm. and she's yelling at me. That's my mm-hmm. money. I was like, I know. She's I'm like, trying to be kind to you. <laughs> I haven't even dropped the purse. You're taking it out of my hands. <laughs> no. I could see it happening. <laughs> I wanted to get in on the ground level. I've been here before. And because I was on my own, it was even worse. <laughs> Freshly shaven oh head. Oh my god! I look like a criminal <laughs> with my skin head <laughs> and my three liter bottle of milk in one hand, just <sighs> wandering around on my own in Mount Nominee Shopping Centre. You said it's only five cents. So what are you going to buy? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast B105 But as we do every day after the show Let's take a moment to share and reflect with each other I used to be such a planner Love planning I could give you like dates from any day this year This, this year And I'd know what I was doing But now Hubby's supposed to be going away this weekend And I don't know if he is because borders are still shut Stressful man <laughs> Just go with the flow, bro. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Mm. But if you didn't know what you were doing this weekend because of flights, it's like they're sending notifications saying your flights have changed, except you're like, well, I don't know. Because he's meant to go to Melbourne on a surf trip with yeah. the lads, right? If I had Anastasia Palaszczuk's number, I would be that person that after a couple of drinks would call and go, hey, help a sister out. That, that's why she probably hasn't given it to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, exactly the reason. <laughs> thanks. No, thanks. That and probably a few others. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Xander uh, had a birthday on the weekend, turned seven. Yep. Which was good. He had another birthday party to go to, which was a great party at Sky Zone. And so he was at a great party for his birthday that I didn't have to pay for. <laughs> this is the best. But he did get a new tablet for his birthday. And I managed to, when I grabbed the tablet off the shelf, to pick the one that was faulty. There was a whole big shelf of them. Mm. But then when I tried to set it up, it wouldn't connect to the internet because there was obviously something wrong with it. I thought, how can I be so unlucky that out of the 
50,000 options that were there. The one that my fat fingers go on is the faulty one. Thanks. But no thanks. I think we know what mine's going to be. No, surprise us. (laughs) Is it about you being late? Yes. There's people who weren't up at 6.30 this morning. I didn't so adamant. Neither was I. What did he say that you, you've got a... Something regard? Blatant disregard for people's... No, you flam... flam. Uh, Just to give context, this is what you say to me when I happen to be Mm. one minute late for a meeting. So we have a start time at a meeting that is (laughs) 5 o'clock on the the dot. 5 o'clock a.m. is when the morning meeting starts. And this guy over here, Maddie, flagrant disregard for the time. You like to have superiority about your earliness. No, I just think if a meeting starts at 5, it should start at 5. What it is, is disrespectful. And you were disrespectful. I was. Very. Repeatedly. Multiple times. Three weeks in a row. We actually had to go to your house and wake you up today. Yeah. So, to me and the smugness I'm going to have to bear. You could have just said sorry. Thanks, Ben. No thanks. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's the podcast, guys. Well done. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.